Hello, everybody. This is Jonetta, and they did not get the memo. I'm back down here at the dock of the bay. It seemed to inspire me to have somewhere to go that's pleasant. Today it's not raining, and it is people out on the bay with their little sail surfboards. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. Um, I was talking to my counselor from the um, Women's Cancer Resource Center, Devin, and she's been very helpful and has stuck with me through my journey um, with uh, cancer treatment. Um, if it wasn't for her, um, I would go through this alone. But I appreciate her um, checking in with me every week. And uh, she's a, uh, uh, she always has resources that I can use as a cancer patient. Anyway, we were talking today, um, I forget what the subject was, but I was, oh yeah, I was asking her, did she hear my episode? Because she listens to my episode, and I'm so glad she does, and I appreciate her. And all those that listen to They Did Not Get the Memo by Jonetta. Um, I, she was saying she just listened to my podcast, and I was asking her, did she hear the one about me saying it's not okay to attack um, us Asian seniors? And uh, excuse the background noise. As you know, when I come down here, I always try to have some kind of little goodie to eat. But I won't be chewing on anything until after I finish this podcast. Um, And I was explaining to her, you know, how it's not okay for Asians, uh, for well, the African-American, I don't know what their age groups are, to be attacking Asians because we're the two oldest civilizations on this planet. And not only African-American or, or African-descended people, Asian people, even Jewish people have been through some, some things historically. And um, I was telling her, oh... She said this was a good thing to put on my podcast, so this is what I'm trying to do. It would have been good if I just recorded it as we were talking. But I'll do the best I can to um, redo it, my thoughts. Anyway, I was telling her that all of us as a culture have been through um, some prejudices. And... Uh, not knowing our character, we have been judged by our features, by having melanin in our skin, having slanted eyes, being um, uh, Jewish. We've all have suffered um, some type of abuse as a race of people. And I was telling her, you know, I have a Jewish friend, his name is Michael, and I like talking to him because he's from Philadelphia and I'm from 
Trenton, New Jersey. And for some reason, he said he couldn't tell if I was a friend or foe. And I was saying, duh, really? I mean, you know, it was good talking to him because he was from the same area I was from. And we could reminisce about places that we used to go or places that exist on the East Coast. And then one day he decided, oh yeah, I told him a joke. And here's the joke. This comedian was telling a joke about this guy who had just done, um, finished a contract with these two guys who happened to be Jewish. So they were going to have lunch, and he says, well, why don't you um, let me drive? So when they got to the African-American guy's car, it was a Mercedes-Benz. And they said, we can't ride in your car. And so the comedian was saying that, you know, and I told my, my friend who is Jewish, don't concentrate on the Jewish part of the joke concentrate on the black part of the joke but apparently he didn't hear me so I said that um uh, when when he's the comedian said okay let me start all over there were three guys two were Jewish one was black they finished their meeting they were going to have lunch the black guy says come with me and we can ride in my car but when they got to his car, the Jewish guy saw that it was a Mercedes-Benz and said, we can't ride in your car. And the comedian said, that would be equivalent to saying, if we as African-Americans went to a doctor and he pulled out a ball of cotton, we would say, don't you touch me with that cotton. And I thought that part was funny. That's what I was trying to tell my friend. Don't concentrate on the Jewish part. Concentrate on the black part, because that part was funny as heck. And, and you know, it, it hurt me that um, he no longer wants to talk to me. And I don't know why, because we both suffered. Um, they, uh, 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 we both been subject to uh, people trying to uh, uh, eliminate us as a race and, and look like that Asians, Chinese, and Blacks should at least embrace each other. We've all been through some stuff. At no, nothing that we've done just because of our features. <sighs> anyway, I've done the best I could at re-telling re, um, my story that I spoke to my counselor. She thought the black part was funny, you know? Can you imagine seeing a black person in the doctor's office, doctor grab the cotton, and the black person say, don't you touch me with that cotton. <laughs> I think that's funny as shit. But anyway, I digress on that. Now, the second part of my show, I want to tell you, I, I lost my glasses. I have um, I had my cataracts done. So I no longer have to, as soon as I wake up, reach for my glasses. And I went to um, Best Buy to uh, price some things that I, I needed uh, for my new place. And 
um, when I went to, I asked the guy, could I sit down and read the box? When I went to find my glasses, they were gone, and my zipper where I keep my glasses was open. Good thing my money didn't fall out as well, because it was in the same section of my backpack. But anyway, okay, so I, I realized I have to go to a store and get some more glasses. To save money, because I don't have much money, I went to the Dollar Tree on Gilman in Berkeley. Whew, excuse me. I haven't eaten anything yet, and I'm sleeping. Anyway, so uh, I was in the dollar store, and, you know, a couple people said things to me. I said things to them. We laughed and talked and stuff. So this guy was in line in front of me, and he was explaining to me that he had mowed somebody's grass and, you know, how far it was. It was hard work, and there's no doubt it is hard work doing lawns. So... When he, on his way to the checkout counter, he asks, turns to me and says, do you have a quarter? Can I have a quarter? So, um, I said, I don't know if I have a quarter. Now, let me stop right here. Because I have the heart that God gave me, which is a heart of compassion, I consider myself a sucker for panhandlers. The reason why I said that is, Back in the old days, I had a friend that was wheelchair bound, and he used to panhandle. I'm not saying this is everybody. I don't want to sour anybody for giving to people that are panhandling. I'm just saying, he uh, had a wheelchair. He couldn't walk, and he used to panhandle in front of Walgreens. So one day we was talking, and um, let's see, I was short. And he pulled out some money and loaned me some money. That's pretty cool. The person that's a regular panhandle, you give them all the time. And when you're short, they give back. That's pretty cool. But I said all that to say this. He reached in his pocket and he pulled out enough money to choke a horse. You know? So, I know that in the back of my head. But... I, because, like I said before, I always think when someone's asking for help, it could be me. Um, I give. Um, in the old days when more restaurants were open, a person was panhandling near a restaurant, I'd ask them what did they want to eat. I'd make sure that the people in... Um, the people in the um, store would treat them with respect and order them the food that they wanted. That's what I used to do. But anyway, fast forward, I, I, I want to say that I'm a sucker for panhandlers, okay? Not an idiot, but a sucker for somebody in need because I always think it could be me. So then, the guy asked for a quarter in, in the Dollar Tree store. Uh, I mean, Green, yeah, Dollar Tree store. And, and he says, do you have a quarter? And I said, I don't know. And then when he gets to the cash register and checks out, he tells the lady who's 
cash checking him out, he gives her a $5 bill and says she can keep the change. And I'm thinking to myself, what? This guy just asked me for a quarter. I'm on a fixed income. I don't mind sharing my nothing, as my ex used to say. But no sooner he asked me for a quarter like a panhandler, he turns around and tells the lady at the checkout counter that I can, that she can have the change from the $5 bill. Amazing, right? I couldn't wait to tell you guys about it. <laughs> I'm not trying to sour you on um, people who panhandle. Like I said, it could be me. And when I ask, I genuinely cannot get it on my own. So those are the two things I wanted to share with you today on Friday. I think it's the uh, 14th. No, it's the it's the 18th. No, it's Friday the 19th. Yeah. Anyway, now that I know what day it is, <laughs> I'm going to say that uh, I'll talk to you later. I love you guys, and there's nothing you can do about it. And um, thank you for listening to me. And remember, they did not get the memo. Bye, Joe Netta. Have a nice day. Bye.